Hello, and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Chris. And I am Nathaniel. And this is our second time recording because it stopped recording. Yeah. We actually went through the whole process without realizing that it didn't record. Well, because the screen turned off. Yeah. So I didn't know it stopped. Yeah, that's true. So, so anyway, we are talking about ley lines. On a ley line. On a ley line. Yep. This is going to be a shorter episode. Yep. Because we spent like an hour reading all of it. And, and I'm being eaten alive. Yep. So we're going to, it's probably going to be like 20 minutes. Yeah. Maybe 30. We're going to try to go through it all. We're on a school bus now. <laughs> we're, we're in the woods. We're in the woods. And we went up a farm road because we thought farm road, no cars, and it's non-stop cars. Yeah. And we are all on a ley line, and we're going to have some pictures for that, but... Okay, <clears throat> so, to get into it, we're discussing ley lines. We're sitting on a ley line. Mm-hmm. Going by the ley line map, we could have done this from my house. But we wanted to get on the... We're in the width of the ley line, but we went to the center. So if you don't know what ley lines are, well, they are a series of straight lines that traverse the globe running through ancient or sacred sites. So what I usually heard about these growing up, things and stories and shit like that, they're natural magnetic or energy charged lines, and I never really thought much about them until the book you had me read. Yes. Uh, the book, we didn't talk actually about the book. Yeah. The book we had him read was uh, The Raven Cycle. The Raven Cycle. The first book is The Raven Voice. It's a really good book. It's a... Uh, Young adult fantasy book, but it's really good. It's, I highly recommend it. Um, when uh, Green, whatever his name is, is talking about his Green, the guy who's trying to kill Mister Gray. Oh, Green Mantle. Yeah, uh, uh, and he talks spoiler about his uh, wife and how easily her dress came off, and she still had her knee pads on. That's yeah, little, this, it, little that, much for you know. That book has some really odd points because like it's okay it's very pg and then like it gets talking about some like more raunchy things at random times. they don't get detailed though no they don't say what they did but like you you know if you're not like a kid yeah (laughs) and it is meant for young adults so but it yeah well in the book ley lines are a huge part of it the magic from the ley lines so i said hey why not discuss it now yeah um we also collectively did research and all came up together and was like, okay, Nothing. ley lines have barely information on them and they're not real. <laughs> they're pretty much BS. Yep. It's like all times I was about to say, I told you before that I think they're kind of a bunch of nonsense and yep. now looking into them, I still agree. Mm-hmm. So while reading through the articles about the lines, I found that the idea of ley lines contains some sort of magical power or relevance is actually a relatively new theory. One thing states that once you start looking at the globe and sacred sites, a curious thing happens. You notice that these sites are connected by straight lines. Well, if you put any two dots on a map and connect them, you get a straight line. Who would have thought? Now, since the lines do pass through multiple points, people started to wonder. But let's take a step back and look objectively. Say you draw a straight line around the globe, connecting just two of the sites and continue the line until it encircles the globe. So just for the sake of this, I'm going to grab two sites. Okay. Stonehenge and the pyramids. Okay. Make a straight line to them, then continue it all the way around the, circum- uh, the circumference of the globe. Right. And chances are you're going to pass through several locations, and if you dig deep enough, you're going to find some kind of shit that happened at those locations. Yeah. And there's also billions of other places that aren't on ley lines that a lot more weird shit happens. <laughs> now, the ley lines do have other names, and in the book they mention some. One is the corpse herd, where all the spirits have to walk. Uh, another was the Dragon Lines, which is actually one of the real names used for it. Another is... Here comes the bus again. <laughs> Bye, bus. Bye, bus. 
And we're not right next to the road. We're yeah, we're in the woods. We're in the woods. A good. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe like a hundred yards, two hundred yards. A decent distance. A decent distance. Fucking populated roads. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So, one of the other names comes from a. Uh, it's called the Old Roads. And back in 1921, an amateur archaeologist named Wilfred Watkins noticed that ancient sites at different points around the world fell into a sort of alignment. And man-made or natural sites all kind of fell into this alignment. We had to check them, like, to make sure it's recording. <laughs> we don't want to do this a third so, time. So, falling back to human nature and means of navigation, a straight line makes sense. Walk from point A to point B as fast as possible, you go straight. Also, the best way to navigate... And take note of this if you ever do hiking and shit, or you already probably do know it if you hike a lot. Look to the horizon or the direction you want to go. Pick a point. Walk to that point and then do it again. Usually you have a compass. You know, you pick something, an object that's due north if you're going north, and you head to that object. Mm -hmm. That way you don't... Because when you walk, you tend to kind of veer around. Yeah. So you pick an object, you walk straight to it, then you go north again. Or you get a compass. Well, saying, well usually even when you have a compass, you're supposed to do that. Yeah. Unless you're just going to stare at the compass and walk the whole time. They say pick do. a tree and then look up and follow the tree. That way you don't step, yep. step on shit. Yep. I gotcha. <clears throat> so the idea that these paths and lines are simply old means of travel makes the most sense. To me, especially since I read some of these actual ha actually have paths and roads. And they're not just like invisible lines and things of that sort. Yep. I gotcha. <sighs> Um, I, I know we do discuss it. Now, I have more. <laughs> Two more points oh my God. to add. One is that the lines don't really get talked about in a scientific community because when tested for signs of magnetic fields or energy with different types of equipment, there was no readings of any sort of energy. So that kind of debunks it. And lastly, and my own thoughts, even though I cited them being just old travel routes, is that if they are old travel routes, the amount of people passing over them and my own prior research into the paranormal, I won't discredit everything completely because with all the people and emotions and most likely tragedies along the line, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of residual energy that's, yeah. you know, that's left behind. Yeah. So I mean, it's a little contradicting, but that's what I think. We did briefly talk about it as well when we first recorded it. It, it does make a lot of sense if there was so much traffic on these roads that people were left, you know some energy behind to the point where there was enough to make a ley line but I don't think there is as many as people say there is nor as connected as everybody believes it to be I mean there's very more likely like I said last time only a handful of large ley lines with a smaller amount of smaller ley lines because it's just the amount of people traveling also this ley line we're on is on the map of minor ley lines yeah we're right over driven like eight hours to get to a major uh, the, i think the nearest major ones and you said georgia i think georgia and yeah. if you go up farther there's like a whole spot where they all can join mm. um yeah i mean does so, that mean we will eventually make more ley lines with our if we if our theory about ley lines as it is right now because it's we have yeah can you highways. imagine in the future they see our highways and think they were ley lines it's yeah like, oh this is a nightmare yeah our highways there's so many there's thousands upon millions of people traveling our highways every day that there is so, and there's a lot of tragedy on those not nearly as much as like the old roads where you had to deal with 
you know, hunger, dysentery, and all that fun stuff. But there's still, like, accidents and that kind of things. Now, we're going to talk about what well, I came up with. Let's take our little tiny break. Okay. Sounds good to me. Okay, we're back from our little tiny break. Uh, so, what I have is our initial goal. Are we being watched right now? <laughs> I don't know. I heard them saying something. In, uh, in the car parked on the road behind us now. You know, if cops come out here, I don't know you. <laughs> You've abducted me in my own car. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll, I'll just continue on until something happens. Uh, I'm going to be covering vortexes, energy vortexes. Uh, I'm going to be brief about it. I was a little more in-depth last time, but I'm going to be a little more brief about this one. Energy vortexes are just correlations or co coalitions of large amounts of energy in certain spots. Um, some of these are like Stonehenge. Uh, there's the Great Pyramids, there's Mount Shasta, which has a lot of paranormal activities around. They're just large bodies of energy. So the theory is some of these might be on ley lines, but no one's quite sure because there's no way to measure these energies. There's actually what? I'm just laughing at the mic picks up that conversation. <laughs> you want me to fly my drone over there and mess with them? Yeah, I think they're waiting for somebody. Probably. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> they in one of the articles I read the, they say that there was no scientific way of detecting these vortexes you only ha the only way to actually like find them is through like feeling and people like coming together and saying yeah I feel different here so Mount Shasta is one of them uh, Stonehenge is one of them uh, there's one great one that I wanted to talk about a little more in depth which was in Arizona it's oh I have it written down Oh god, let me go find it real quick. It is Sedona, Arizona. They have I think it's a canyon. And they their state website for this park, I believe it's the state's website. It looks like it. Uh is great to read because it is the funniest thing ever. Because they talk about the vortexes there, and they talk about that it's not just one vortex, but many different kinds of vortexes, an updraft. And I think another car is trying to go up the road, and they're being blocked. Are they really? Yeah, they just beeped at it, and now they're going around us. They're like stopping right in the middle of the road. Yeah, it's really weird. Okay, well, I'll continue on. Uh, Sidonia, <laughs> they talk about the different kinds of... Uh, uptakes and uh, downward vortexes and <laughs> what they can do help you channel your inner thought or get, reach a higher power uh it's quite funny i highly recommend you go check out the website it should be i have it written down actually i think it's visit sedonia.com but let me double check i have it written down Vi yeah visit sedonia.com that's s-e-d-o-n-a com Sedonia uh, but the best thing about this website is actually they ha they offer a handout which you can get at the actual park 
but they also have the PDF file for it. So I downloaded the PDF, and it's fucking great. Vortexes are enhanced energy sites that facilitates prayer, meditation, mind, body, healing, and creative thinking. The vortexes are not electro, electric, or magnetic. These labels were meant as symbolic. And the reason why they say that is because their upflow areas, they also call their electric areas, and their inflow areas are the magnetic areas. And the combination of the two are the electromagnetic areas. Did they leave? Yes, they left. Huh. That was weird. That was extremely weird because he well, stopped. Well, it's like she was talking and using her hand to talk, and it looked like she kept pointing at us. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Maybe she's calling the cops. Yeah. Yeah. And she just left. Like, yeah, that's a public property lady. She's like, damn it. Probably. More than likely, they were like, are they, are they, do you see them selling anything? The cops like, is your name Karen? She's like, yeah, why does it matter? <laughs> well, what are they doing? I don't know. They're just standing around talking. They're just talking? They're not damaging anything? They're not, nope, they're just talking. Yeah, we're not going to come check it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but their upflow areas. Uh, I will read the descriptions of their upflows, their inflows, and their combination sites. Because they are interesting. Because they kind of contradict one themselves at certain times. Especially when they call it a electric site, and then a magnetic site, and then an electromagnetic site. And then they start off by saying... The vortexes are not electro or magnetic. These are labels. <laughs> it's like, okay, why did you label them that, though? To lure you in. To lure you in. So, their upflow areas are Bell Rock and Airport Mesa. These sites help you with reflections, where soaring to a higher perspective is what you want. Feeling, oh boy, there's a lot of cars going by. Yeah. They keep coming. Okay. Okay. Uh, soaring to a higher perspective is what you want feeling one with the universe or with your faith's view of the infinite answers to problems from an expanded outside the box point of view stress reduction and lowering blood pressure that's the upflows the inflow areas red rock crossing and Los Abri oh I fucked this up twice now in a row mm-hmm. Abri Gatos Creekside. Abrigados Creekside. Say it again. Los Abrigados Creekside. There you go. These sites help you go inward for introspective prayer and meditation. They are also practical users for healing scars from the past. The flowing waters of these sites help you release old hurts and nature new growth. Combination sites, Cathedral Rock and West Fort Trail. Fork Trail, not Fort. Uh, these sites have multiple <laughs> energies that allow you to do more advanced spiritual and mind-body skills. More detailed specification information is in the Scientific Vortex Information Book and or DVD that they have in their fucking, like, <laughs> shop. And you also have to pay to go to each one of these sites. Yeah, each one of these sites has, like, different costs, yeah, if I remember correctly. You need. Yeah. <laughs> if you need any vital healing, you got to pay more. Uh, it's really great. Actually, on their website, they talk, uh, they talk about... Um, Things you could do here. Uh, although Sidonia is considered to be a vortex, there are specific sites where energy crackles most intensely. The four best known Sidonia vortexes are found at Airport Mesa, Cathedral Rock, the most Bell Rock, probably Boyton Canyon, each radiating its own particular energy. Some are thought to be to pr- produce energy flowing upward, while others energy spirals downwards. 
Do not be surprised to find people doing meditation, yoga, or performing other rituals at the Vortex sites. Please be respectful. There are several companies, individual guides, and healing practitioners that offer Vortex tours, but everyone is welcome to visit their own. All of the Vortex sites are easily accessible, and maps and directions are available at the visitor center. Show up with an open mind and see what happens. All the sites are easily accessible with a small monetary donation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it actually does say how much they cost on this handout. Uh, oh, it tells you where they are. Bell Rock, go south out of the roundabout. Fl- follow signs for I-17 to Phoenix. Stay on the I-79 through Alcedonia Roundabout. They're not even in the same spot. No, they look like they're no, not they're even in the same park. You know, get in your car and drive 12 miles that way. Yeah, and I think you do have to pay to get into each individual too. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. I want to go here, and, and Chris doesn't want to go to Arizona with me, I'm so I can check it out. I'm dying the heat here. Yeah, but it's a different kind of heat there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Heat is heat. Heat is heat. You know, it's 88 and humid here, but it's like 2,000 and dry there. It's so hot. <laughs> it is true. I mean, yeah. But that's that's Vortex's... Um, there's no one way to... Oh, there was one I talked about. No, I, said, I meant Vortex was 101, but introduction no i know there was okay. one uh vortex i wanted to talk about which was the uh the one in mexico toru let me look i have it in my papers that you just put away i just put away yeah i'm sorry very unprofessional of me Son of a bitch. fucking damn uh tolum tulum it's a mine ruin in mexico and it, scientists believe that this is the area where the meteor that killed all the dinosaurs fell. Yeah, that's what I was saying. There's ghost dinosaurs. Yep, and that's why people suspect there's so much spiritual energy there. It's ghost all dinosaurs. ghost dinosaurs. All right there. Everywhere. Killed. It just massacred so many of them that all the ghosts are there. So when you're going there Actually, and feeling all, rejuvenated, you're sucking in all those ghost dinosaurs. All into the your dinosaurs soul. were at that slight yeah. impact. They were like, what's that rock? And they always kind of followed and migrated to look at it and just yeah. smashed them all in one hit. Don't believe that bullshit about the sun being blocked out and the dinosaurs dying because of that. Yeah, yeah, They just no, all no, got no, crushed no, no. in one hit. They all got crushed in one hit. All two of them. Because <laughs> we all know there's only two, two dinosaurs, dinosaurs ever existed, yep. which was the Stegosaurus and, and the T-Rex. Yep. Okay, yep. and I think that's about it. Uh, it was a bit shorter, uh, mainly because there's well, a lot of information. Super long because we get on tangents. We didn't really today. Yeah. Well, we did initially, but I think after... Still not as much. It still was only like maybe 10 minutes longer. I think it's weird because we're both standing out in the middle of a forest, <laughs> and we're kind of like put off our normal like groove so we're like mm, let's get it done and trying to get as much information out as possible without staying here too long getting bitten by bugs I'm fine it's just you because I wear old spice <laughs> okay bugs like the, the lady bugs do you like wear the old, old spice, spice on your legs yes I do okay I bathe in it bathe in my old spice alrighty alright well, we don't have our little notes for like normally we say Go for our media. You know, and if you like Instagrams us, follow that. us, friend, request us on Instagram. We are what? Arcanum Obscura Podcast? Arcanum Obscura Podcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our Twitter's at Arcanum Obscura. Yep. Our email is Arcanum Obscura Cast at gmail.com. Yeah. Hey, we look, remembered it all. We remembered it all. I mean, we've only we've said that 30 six, times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we've been doing this for like six months or anything like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, hopefully. Kind of like a mini episode almost. Yeah. And we'll probably 
We are following a story that's going on right now. We might cover it next week. Yes. Don't that, mention it. Cause... I'm not going to say what it is, but like <laughs> it, it, you sent me it, and it, uh, I'm excited. It looks interesting. It does. It could turn out to be nothing or a hoax, but at the same time, it's kind of funny. So we might cover it, even if it does come to be a hoax. Uh, f- doesn't look like it's a hoax. So no, it doesn't look like a hoax. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed our podcast, and I hope you tune in next week. You have a good day. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you.